Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dental Job Stories, episode six. Uh, delighted to have uh, Callum Graham uh, on, the, on the show with us today. Uh, Callum will be talking uh, about his experience with Clive Monroe uh, and in particular uh, digital dentistry uh, and the role that he heads up. Uh, Callum, thanks so much for joining us on a, on a Monday morning very early. Um, how are you keeping, firstly? I'm good, thanks, Lewis. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. No, 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 absolutely. No, no, no chance. How was your weekend? How was it? Did you get up so much? No, very quiet these days, you know. Uh, my rock and roll years are, are well behind me, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> walking the dogs and going for dinner is about, the, uh, about the, the stretch of it just now. Hey, listen, that is, uh, that is rock and roll uh, for me anyway. <laughs> so uh, walking the dog and having a drink, that's, uh, that's what I like. Um, fresh, fresh. Keep it simple. Say again? Keep it simple. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, been far <laughs> too many complications with hangovers in the past. Um, so, Callum, uh, head of clinical and digital dentistry of Clive Monroe. Um, what, what kind of what, what is that? You know, what what, what role uh, you know do you undertake there? And talk to us about your background. Okay, so it's a new role Clive Monroe have made. Um, basically, they give so basically it's overall responsibility and accountability really for the development um, of the company's clinical strategies and plans. A huge part of that is their commitment to digital dentistry uh, and bringing kind of, you know, treatments and lab work and various things fully up to date, right up to the, the 21st century. Um, they've been quite progressive in their, in their outlook on it. You know, I mean, I was... I joined Clyde Monroe. I sold my practice to them a couple of years ago. I'd met Jim a long time ago. Um, but the speed with which they, they've kind of implemented this has really just taken us, wow, you know, this is amazing um, if we can get everyone on board. Um, yeah, I mean, the other part of the role we've got to, you know, we're, we proud ourselves and maintain high standards and, you know, for patient and for clinicians. Uh, and we really want to give patients access to the latest innovations and technologies uh, and it, that can only benefit um, clinicians and patients alike you know because it makes a nicer a smoother patient journey less appointments um, and it's a nicer way of working as well so, uh, when you're working in a modern environment. So you sold your practice firstly before joining before joining Clive was that, was that right? Yes so I first met Jim seven or eight years ago when he was setting up the business we hit it off you know we had a good relationship had a good met a good few times um and then when we were coming to sell our practice at lap call obviously jim was the first port of call yep. um so i phoned up met fiona and uh, she popped out and really just the rest is history i suppose by that time i think they only had well only goodness i think they had about 50 odd practices Maybe about three. Well, I'm just coming up at the end of four years since I sold to them. Um, and it's been a kind of meteoric rise for them, I suppose. Um, from my point of view, I've loved it. You know, we have got on very well with the management team. They've come in, they've supported us. We already were on a digital journey. I've been using CEREC for oh, 2009, I think I got it. One of the old blue cams. Um, so I was already fully involved in the the kind of digital journey, just to your side, Crown and Bridgework. Um, but Clyde came in, updated the equipment, which was 
probably something the practice wouldn't have done overnight. Um, and we've flown with it. You know, it's been brilliant for us. Really enjoyed it. I mean, one thing that's, um, you know, that, that, that always kind of echoes on these podcasts is the amount of support, um, communication, uh, and also indeed support management give, you know, all of you guys at Clyde, Clyde Monroe. It's, uh, it's pretty, pretty exceptional. And obviously the, the investment into the, um, you know, into, into, the, into the academy and the investment into technology. Um, obviously, it's clear that, you know, Clyde Monroe has embraced digital dentistry. Um, you know, how, how, do you, how do you feel that's going to move forward? Um, because it's only going to get, you know, even more you know, better as, as time goes on. Is that, is, that, is that true to say? Yeah, absolutely is. You know, I mean, the, the management have always had a very hands-on approach to it. You know, Jim's, everyone's got Jim's phone number. You can, you can reach out to him, you know, Fiona and the rest of the senior team as well. Um, and they, as I say, they, they've, of course, we've got 80 practices, 70 scanners across the group. Um, so there, there, there's a huge exposure out there for, for, for dentists and clinicians to have, and patients to have access to these scanners. I think what we realised is everybody's at a slightly different stage on their journey. Yep. Um, so some practices like, like ours, we... Um, we, we fully embraced it. So when newer technologies are coming out or, you know, newer options, newer treatments become available, then we're trying them out and we're taking them on board and um, just kind of running with it. It can be a little bit daunting. Yeah. You know, if you've never used a scanner before and you've been, you're used to taking impressions or you're used to doing things a certain way, then it's very, uh, it's all new techniques. You know, I mean, sometimes it's easier to kind of revert to the old way of doing it. And it's a, it's a case of us get, kind of training up staff and training up getting members, the clinical team out, just to support in practice. And sometimes it's just getting over the hurdle of those first couple of cases. Sure. You know, sometimes it's as simple as a login. You know, yeah. they've lost their login or they've signed their password signed out. Yeah. And when they do want to use it, they kind of get locked. And they're like, oh, and you know what it's like when you're busy and you're challenged, you're like that. Just give us an impression, you know, and we'll do it the old-fashioned way. Whereas, uh, you know, once you sort these wee glitches out and people do their first few cases, very quickly they seem to realise that it's a nicer way of working. It's more pleasant for them, certainly more pleasant for the patient, not needing impressions and things, and even just communication, you know. If they have, uh, you know, we do what I call an experience scan where some, you know, patients are getting a, a, an intraoral scan before they get their checkup. If you then have that scan to relay information to the patient, it's, you know, a picture paints a thousand words, a video paints a million words, you know, because you can spin it around, you can put it in 3D, you can zoom in, you can zoom out, and you can, you know, that then gives the patient fully choice over their own treatment. You know, they're not relying on you saying, oh, you've got a broken fill in here or a broken tooth there, it needs whatever. You can show it to them and go, this is what we, you know, when people see things that are, that are needing done uh, or they see issues, then, you know, there's never a problem with um accepting treatment. Isn't it power isn't it isn't it incredible, you know, how, how far how far technology how far technology is, has progressed in, in dentistry. I mean it's unbelievable when even that I graduated in ninety nine, so even in the twenty four years since I graduated, um but there's a huge spectrum Lewis. I remember we bought a practice two thousand and twelve now, I had digital x-rays, always had them from the minute they came out because it just it was an easier workflow 
when you could see the pictures on the screen, you weren't using, you know, trying to peer into these wee films. And that practice still had a dark room. In the 20th, do you know what I mean? In the 21st century, you're going, oh my gosh. You know, they had three pots, developer, fixer, and a wash. And nurses used to disappear off into this dark room for an hour, you know, whereas we've now got x-rays that are available in 20 seconds, you know, they would be an hour in the dark room doing goodness knows what, you know. Yeah. Um, that, that you couldn't open the door, you're like that, come in and oh, I've got, I'm developing films, you know. So that, that just shows the range of where some practices adopt things are more quickly and other, and other practices are a little bit slower to catch up. No, Callum, I was, uh, I was in Dubai. Uh, I lived over there for a number of years. And, um, you know, I went to, uh, went to the dentist over there. And, and it was, it was, you know, we're only talking maybe three, three or four years ago. And, um, yeah, it was literally in, in, in a dark room, uh, clean and, uh, you know, everything's looking good and out you go. None, none of what we're discussing today is even available over there or wasn't available as to where I went. It's just incredible. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. Now, obviously, we've got, you know, AI and uh, it's, uh, you know, sort of peeking its head and, uh, you know, coming integral into, into, into most businesses. Um, how, how's AI progressing with you guys? What, what, are, you, what are you doing with that? Uh, so we use it in several ways. Yep. Um, one of the ones was what we call Pearl Second Opinion. So it's an intelligence system that reports on X-rays for you. So if you take bite wings or periapicals, in the probably about 60 to 90 seconds, it will give you a report. So the AI will kind of look at the X-rays, have a look and see what it thinks of, you know, what it sees, whether it's decay, periodontal disease, you know, lesions for root treatments, things like that. And it will come back and it will give you a written report on it. Now, it's not 100%. It's not there to replace the dentist. But it's a fantastic, if you like, aid the memoir where you can look at an x-ray because it's long been recognised that as dentists, as human beings, you know, you see one obvious thing in an x-ray and you focus in on that and you know, we're all only human. You sometimes think, oh, gosh, what's that? What's that? You're busy. You know, things can potentially get overlooked or missed. Whereas the AI gives you, a, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Now, you maintain the overall responsibility for reporting on the X-ray, but it makes it a little bit easier. So if it, you get six things to look at, you may go, yeah, yes, yes, no, no, yes, I agree with that, don't agree, do agree. And you do pick up things that aren't there as well. You know, so it maybe. You know, it's it's a computer doing a human's job. It's not going to be perfect, but it does kind of, like I say, kind of focus your your attention on certain details. No, absolutely. We've introduced that. So we've got, I think, 14 vocational dental practice, VDPs, vocational dentists, you know, kind of doing their first year out of university. And we've put that into all the practices really just to help support them in the first year. Because one of the one of the things is, you know, reading x-rays and reporting on them. And that's, you know, a big part of your learning in your first few years of dentistry. And if we can give them this tool as a training tool for the dentists and for the trainers to just kind of sit down and go over x-rays and go, have you noticed this? Have you noticed that? I think that'll be invaluable for for kind of helping them uh, develop their skills in their, in their first year. And for the dentists as well, you know, it's not just the VD, the whole practice has got it. So that it's a practice login, everybody gets the opportunity to do it. And anything that we can do um, 
anything that we can do to make that easier for the whole team and the whole group, then all the better. And patients love it, you know, because they come in and they, they almost were, were kind of, people are now more accepting of computers and AI and what they can do, you know, so the dentist can say that needs a filling. If the computer says that, that needs a filling, if you can scan it in the mouth and you can go, you can see the decay on it, that needs a filling, it's, you know, it's... it's Pretty, pretty powerful. Very powerful communication tool. I absolutely have to say. How have you, um, how have you found the, the kind of the patience understanding and also developing with this with this technology? Um, because you can have you know mature patients that are kind of wowed as to what's available to them now than opposed to you know twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. Yeah, patients are still blown away, still blown away by all of it. You know that. I mean, they come in and they go, is that me on the screen? You're like, yep, yeah, that's your mouth. Oh, my gosh, I've never seen that before. And they all say, that looks terrible, you know? And you're like, well, don't worry. Everybody's mouth looks terrible when it's <laughs> you know, eight inches tall on the screen. Um, I think that they're kind of overawed, but they're impressed as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's just incredible. You know, it? because they see the they, they see the uh-huh. Especially the older patients that come in and they remember the school dentist or you know, everyone's got, oh, I remember the mask coming, they've got the air coming in, uh, <laughs> gas and air, and now it's a totally different experience for them. Uh, but that's the world we live in, you know, it's a changing world. That was my uh, experience. Dentistry has that was my experience. its digital revolution just the same as mobile phones and everything else has, eh? Absolutely. So, uh, lastly, I mean, what, what excites you most about the future of, of, of digital dentistry, AI and you know other other aspects as as, as, as you know that the sector develops further, and obviously you know your involvement as well. What, what excites you the most? I think the whole digital revolution's on the way. It's going to be exciting for us to get more dentists involved, and then be able to offer that to more clinicians. The benefits for patients and clinicians are more accurate lab work. You know, so people will get restorations that will look nicer, fit better, or last longer. They'll have fewer appointments, so they'll have to spend less time in the chair now. Much as I love my job and I, I enjoy getting in every day, well, I'm a realist, I'm pragmatic. So de- patients don't like sitting too long in the dental chair or they don't like coming for too many appointments. So anything that we can do that can reduce their appointments, increase the predictability of treatments and basically you know, um, make it a nicer journey and a, and a, a, a nicer experience for them is going to help. I think. Um, we've seen that with Crown and Bridgework, you know, with the CEREC technology. I've been using that for years. But we're just on the verge of digital dentures being able to come out. So instead of having six or eight or ten appointments to make it in a traditional way, we're now looking at cutting that down to one, two, maybe three appointments. But the accuracy that you get with the digital you know, you take out several of the inaccuracies in the steps of the impression, casting a model, waxing things, you know, so things become a lot more accurate and predictable. And then, you know, things are stored in the cloud as well. You know, so if you have a denture and you lose it, you can print another one off. You know, so 3D printing, it was all very much about milling things. So you'd have a block of something and you would mill it away to leave you with a crown or a bridge. Now the big focus is on 3D printing, medical grade 3D printing. So you're we're printing everything these days, car parts, everything. Um, and I think the accuracy in that's becoming a lot more predictable. 
Um, and that's the for that's going to be the kind of next big thing over the rest kind of 12, 18 months. Um beyond that, robots are on the way. <laughs> Unbelievable. I didn't believe it until I had a meeting a couple of months ago. And they're well on their way with the kind of you know, testing and getting certification and things like that. They're already cutting teeth. Um and for me that'll be I, I never I was very much Old school, you can't replace a dentist. A robot can't do what a clinician can do. That's truth to a certain point, but dental dental robots are on the way. And that will just totally revolutionise everyone's treatment experience. There's going to have to be people in the room with the robots, right? Surely, I mean, um, you make oh. me nervous now, Callum. Yeah, so what so what the robot's doing is you still need the dentist there to kind of confirm the treatment plan, put in the local anaesthetic, just comfort the patient. But from what I've seen, that's a hands-on, but then the you know the patient lies there, the, the robot does the drilling on the teeth, so it's more accurate, it's quicker, and it's more comfortable for the patient. And then the, you still have that you need the dentist for the, the scanner to do the digital impressions or fit the veneers or fit the crowns or whatever it is you're doing. So we're not we're not fully surplus to requirements yet, but um you know it's a huge step forward for again patient comfort and convenience. Uh and that that when it does come, I'll keep a close eye on that. You know, that when it does come will be revolutionary and it's not that far away. It's just incredible, isn't it, how how far technology has come and is always evolving. Um, I mean, oh, I mean, even the scanners we've got just now, though, Lewis, there's, I mean, the Itero's got something called NERI technology. So we're talking about AI. So this NERI near-infrared imaging, so before you would look at a tooth and sometimes you might see if there was early decay or a bit of demineralization. You, you have your 3D scan, your intraoral scan, and it's got a, a, a kind of this NERI technology, a system on it that can tell you in virgin teeth, if you like, if there's been demineralization or there's precarious lesions, pre-decay. So that in itself, you know, just takes away a lot of a lot of the subjective nature of dentistry and doing a checkup. So for me, and we've kind of spoken about this at the, the kind of senior level, would we be able to, for the Highlands and Islands or, you know, outline um, with, with de- access to dentists is difficult, you know, could you have some trained nurses going out scanning the patients, you then the images are uploaded to the cloud a dentist reviews them, uses this NERI technology and says actually you know, yes, I think you might be needing you know, you need to go and make an appointment at a dentist we're seeing some precarious lesions, stuff like that just in the same way the old school dentists used to go around with a big blue van and everyone would line up, you know, now we're doing it with a digital van, you know what I mean? So it's the same van, but we're doing it digitally, you know, and then, you know, it's, it's used more as a screening programme um, to improve access and for kids, you know, these are all the things that can be done with with digital technology and it doesn't require an awful lot of manpower or an awful lot of investment to do that. We just need the logistics and buy-in from the NHS, buy-in from the dental providers and just, you know, go out there and start doing it if we can. So hopefully that will come soon as well. But um, there's loads and loads and loads happening. Every time, I, every time I have a conversation, another opportunity opens up, which is wonderful, you know, and it can only benefit 
patients in the long run. And it's all about patience, isn't it? It's all about patience, comfort, and I know you mentioned that word. We're nothing. We're nothing without patience, Lewis. You know, the for me, the patient is the most important person in the practice because without them, there is no practice, and they are the ones that we have to look after, and ultimately, they are the ones that allow us to do what we need to do. Callum, it's been absolutely fantastic listening to you today, and your enthusiasm, your excitement as well, um, is 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 being is being very infectious. So, listen, I. Thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been great to have you with us. Um, My pleasure. Speak with you again for sure. Um, Callum. We'll get that robot podcast out when it comes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be sat next to the robot and we can have a two way conversation. <laughs> My new robot friend. Eh? <laughs> you never know. It might happen soon. Callum, thanks so much. Uh, it's been great to have you with us. Absolute pleasure. Thank you.